Socrates taught his disciples that an unexamined life isn't worth living. We continue our conversation around mental health today. My name is Brad and welcome to The Daily Lead. I want to continue our conversation today around the topic of mental health. Um, I want to spend some time today um, and the next couple of days talking about how I got through my mental health struggles. Um, If you want to read about my mental health struggles, you can uh, get a copy of my book, Finding Myself Again. Um, It outlines my journey um, through my mental health difficulties from my breakdown to my time in a mental hospital. Um, And I want to spend these next couple of days this week talking and highlighting about a few of the ways that I went about my journey of healing. Now, it is my path. It doesn't have to be your path because each of us has a different path to take, right? Each of us finds our own ways of healing and finding our true identities. But I hope that perhaps in sharing a little bit of my journey and my healing that it might help you rise and start your own path to healing. And so today I want to talk about two areas that really helped in my healing during my mental health struggle, and that is faith and family. Faith and family. They were a huge part in my healing process. I'm a pastor, so obviously faith played a role in it. But let me tell you something, though. This was during a time when I was on shaky ground with God. All right, so it might not be as easy as you think. We all reach points in our lives, even for the briefest of moments, when we find ourselves wrestling with spiritual questions. And I was wrestling with some spiritual questions, right? I wanted to trust God, but you know, when you're holding on for dear life in the middle of a storm, man, we often doubt that we actually can hold on, right? I meet people all the time who want to believe in God's presence in the world. They want to believe in God's goodness and mercy. And yet they look at their lives and they have a hard time believing. This causes many to leave the church altogether, while many others continue to just come to worship week after week, trying to get a glimpse of God's presence, a pinch of peace, a morsel of mercy. They look for God everywhere in the world and they don't see it. And they struggle. And deep down, we all hope that God, however we may see God, isn't just some cosmic figure in the clouds to which we cling in hopeless naivete. But we want to know that even though we walk through the valley of shadow of death, like it says in scripture, yeah, we can fear no evil. We want to know that. We, we want that to be true. And for a while, I was the one shouting, where are you? Why me? Why is this happening to me? Where are you? How am I supposed to grow my faith? Look, I'm your servant. I'm over here working my butt off for your cause. 
and this is what I get? And I think if we're all honest with ourselves, we've all shouted those kind of same questions to God, right? I'm reminded of the uh, text in the Gospel of John, right? The story of Lazarus, Jesus' good friend. He becomes really ill. And Jesus receives word that Lazarus is sick. But he seems to do absolutely nothing about it. He doesn't drop everything and immediately run to Lazarus' bedside and heal him. I mean, you're the Messiah, right? Heal him. You're supposed to heal people. This is your best friend. Go. Do something. Well, Mary and Martha, Lazarus' sisters, feel the exact same way. Because Jesus finally travels to Bethany. Lazarus is already dead. He's been dead for a couple of days now. And both sisters approach Jesus. They don't even allow him to get near the house. And they said, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. And a modern day translation of that verse might go something like this. If you were doing your job, this would not have happened. Have you ever shouted that out? Yeah, that was me in the midst of my mental health struggles. That was me writing in my journal at a mental health hospital. In his book, Hope in the Dark, Craig Rochelle writes, Painful trials are often fertile grounds for the seeds of doubt. Yeah, no doubt, Craig. No doubt. So one thing I've learned is that more often than not, we'd rather talk about theology than deal with doubt and pain. Look, we like to discuss the fluffiness of grace and love but rarely do we talk about the valley of the shadow of death. We love Easter, but we hate Holy Week because it's too sad and it's too depressing. And the church's avoidance of difficult issues has and continues to be a disservice to the people. Our avoidance as leaders, our avoidance of the difficult issues and preaching them from the front and leading from a place of vulnerability has done a disservice to our people. I have had congregation members tell me, your preaching is different now than it ever has been before. And I say, yeah, because it's time to get real. And I want to be honest. It has made me a more honest, open pastor and preacher. And I go there And I share my story because I know there are people in those pews that probably have gone in the same path that I have or are struggling just like I did. Right? Asking questions about faith isn't something that should cause us shame. Saying from up front, as a leader, I don't know the answer to this. I even struggled with this. Saying as a leader, I was the one asking, where are you, God? Is not a bad thing, and it should not cause us shame. It does not reveal a lack of faith. As a matter of fact, allowing ourselves to ask those types of questions can lead us on a journey of a reconnection with God, and that is what happened for me. Let's talk about family real quick. Family. Robin Roberts, Good Morning America. 
She likes to always say, your tribe determines your vibe. And research conform, uh, confirms that support from friends and family is a key element in helping someone who is dealing with mental illness. It can provide a network of practical and emotional assistance. Teamwork makes the dream work. It may be a cheesy aphorism, but it fits and it is true for someone who is struggling with mental health issues. They need a team. They need a caring team surrounding them and being there for them. And I was fortunate enough to have people around me who truly cared. My neighbor who came and sat with me on the floor while I was having my breakdown. My parents who begged me to go get help. My wife who made the hard decision to take me to that mental health hospital and supported me every step of the way when I got out. I had the support of my church council and my congregation. I had the support of my staff. And I owe all of them a debt of gratitude. But to, here's the deal. In order for this to work, your tribe has to know what's going on. We can't keep it inside. And part of the stigma of mental illness is that if we admit it, we will look weak. Leaders can't look weak, right? We're leaders. We can't look weak. And we, see, we feel self-conscious about the a way others see us, don't we? Pastors, you know what I'm talking about because a lot of us fall into that trap. And for me, that was a huge part of it. How would I look as a husband? How would I look as a father? How, was I, how would I look as a son or a pastor if people knew what I was going through? Would any of them think less of me? Would people lose faith in my leadership? All of those questions revolve around the way we're perceived by the outside world and it's a stigma that we must overcome. Surround yourself with people who care. Surround yourself with people who will stick by you regardless. And you have to let them in. You have to let them know what is going on. And for all of you who might not be going through mental health issues, learn the early warning signs. Right? Studies show that when the family is educated, when friends and family are educated, the rate of people receiving help more than doubles. And then encourage and assist them in seeking help. And always, always continue to check in on them. Walk with them through their recovery. Support them in their counseling and in taking meds. Because when you do, the chances of them getting better only increases. And with that, let's take time to meditate on our topic for today. Let's take just a few deep breaths in and out. Calm your body, calm your mind, taking a couple of seconds of letting go of all that you have to do today. And let's be fully present in the moment. And let's just go back to the very beginning and meditate a little bit on Socrates' quote. An unexamined life 
isn't worth living. An unexamined life isn't worth living. An unexamined life isn't worth living. Now ask yourself, are there areas in my life that are fertile ground for seeds of doubt? Are there things that I need to talk to my tribe about? And now remember this promise. God doesn't promise that there won't be difficulty, hardship, or bad times. But God does promise that God will be there during those times. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in today. Please take some time to share this with someone you need to, you know, needs to hear these words for today. I'm so excited about this lead podcast. So please, if you can, go down and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to. Uh, subscriptions and reviews help people find this podcast easier. So we need all the subscriptions and all the reviews that we can. So it we are now accepting subscriptions and reviews for the daily lead. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, this podcast is a lead podcast. Lead is a nonprofit organization that connects leaders to each other to learn and congregations to their neighbors. The lead organization provides the lead journey, which is a transformational process for congregations. They provide strategic planning, consulting, coaching, and speaking. So please reach out to uh, them. If you are interested in any of those things, their website is leadconnects.org. That's leadconnects.org. And of course, we want to thank our podcast sponsor, GSB Fundraising. If you are a leader and need help in the areas of stewardship or capital campaigns, they are your people. Please visit their website at gsbfundraising.com. That's gsbfundraising.com. They'll be glad to help you out. Well, we're going to continue our mental health conversation uh, for the rest of this week. So until next time, take care, everyone, and be well. <music>